Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. We have a really fun, special uh, couple of guests right now. Uh, recently, uh, a young gentleman named uh, Mario Tanejaya from NUS High School of Mathematics and Science took home the gold medal prize in the National STEM Talent Search 2022 for his outstanding submission investigating a property of graphs to prevent short circuits in very large-scale integrated circuits used in complex semiconductor and telecommunications technology. Okay, what were you doing at 17 years old? He's (laughs) 17. I was getting drunk and falling asleep in shop doorways. I am not not, condoning it. I am not advocating it. I just have to be factually accurate. <laughs> and this guy's doing something I can't even pronounce. Uh, let's Wonderful. Have, let's have him on now. Mario Tenijaya, a 17 year old NUH High School of Mathematics and Science student, and also Professor Konstantin Novoselov, who is a Nobel laureate in physics in 2010. Uh, un- unbelievable uh, mind, uh, and also the competition's chief judge. We are so happy to have both of you on with us on Money FM today. Good morning and welcome. Morning. Good morning. And Mario, Mario, let's start with you. Congratulations, first off. How did it feel to win this uh, Talent Search 2022? It was really surprising. I didn't expect it at all. (laughs) There were so many people participating, and I thought their projects were all really amazing as well. So it really came as a big surprise to me. (laughs) Wonderful stuff. And Mario, before we get back to you with the question I want to ask is, is, how on earth are you so clever? But I'll get back to that. Uh, let's get to uh, Professor Constantine. For the benefit of our listeners, can you give us an overview of this competition, what it was about, what it involved, and then tell us how Mario won it? Okay, so just to put it in perspective, you're, you're not uh, giving Mario a fair judgment here because his theory is by far deeper than what you described. Well, who cares about the short circuits of the of the electric circuits? I'm right? just trying to figure so out what the, it means, let alone get, and I'll get to the carrying right, part so, later. <laughs> right. So uh, I'm, I'm sure Mario can explain in in a couple of formulas just to take only two two hours of your time. So, uh, but uh, but so this is the global competition for all the for all the school kids in uh, in in Singapore, and so pre- Previously, it was known as the as the A star competition, and we basically tried to to uh, bring students who do various uh, STEM related projects in in Singapore and present it to the to judges and basically support them. And it's it's the way to help uh, kids to 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 see the the level which we are, which they're doing the, those those projects and it's usually very very high level and it uh, and it really brings them closer to the university and helps them to understand what they really want to do in life well now mario when i was a young reporter the editor used to say to me everything you write explain it for auntie tay in topayu now i'm going to say the same question to you explain to us what you did for auntie tay in topayu i.e me and Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it simple. Yeah. Okay, so to put it simply, I investigated this thing called graphs. You can think of it as sort of a bunch of points in the plane and you want to connect, connect them with curves. So I think a good way to think about this is 
our MRT map. So you see all these stations and, you know, we have all these things that connect the stations, which are your MRT lines. But okay. of course, in this case, for my project, it's more abstract. So um, when you have, when these graphs get very complicated, so that means you have a lot of these points and a lot of these lines connecting these points, it turns out that it's inevitable that some of these lines will cross. And the interesting thing is that you can draw um, these graphs in different ways. So for example, if you consider two points and a line connecting them, mm. what you can do to draw it differently is let's say you drag this point around, you move it away, or instead of connecting it with a straight line, you connect it with a curve, a curvy line. So there's all these different possibilities. And the whole idea is you want to find the best drawing so that there's the minimal number of these crossings between these lines. Right. And um, helps to explain what you mentioned about uh, electronic ships, what short circuits. So why this is applicable is because, um, so as how your MRT lines are connecting your MRT stations in a chip, your wires are connecting different mm. components. But, you know, when your wires cross, you have a short circuit, which obviously you don't want. So what they'll do is they'll either put in insulation or they'll move it up to different layers. So essentially, this all contributes to the cost. So by sort of optimizing these crossings, you're lowering the cost of the chips. Ah, interesting. All right. We, we're talking a fascinating conversation with Mario Tanijaya, who is a 17-year-old National STEM Talent Search Gold Prize winner this year, and uh, Professor Konstantin Novoselov, who is a Nobel Laureate in Physics in 2010 and the competition's chief judge. Uh, Professor Konstantin, back to you. As you were looking at these entries, first of all, how many entries did you have to look at? And, and secondly, uh, how do you decide? Uh, you know, how, how did the judge do? The judges decide who really merits this these top prizes. Right. First of all, I should say it was a very tough competition. And so we looked at the shortlist already, and I'm so lucky I didn't have to go through the uh, through all the semifinals uh, so just to, to make this shortlist because mm. the competition is extremely tough. The quality of the of work and the quality of knowledge and the and the passion which those mm. students demonstrate is extremely high. So we, so we looked at, at, at eight people, but that's it's the top slice of, uh, I'm sure it was very, very competitive mm-hmm. top slice uh, over the uh, which, which people shortlisted for, for, for us. And I should say it was it was very tough for, for, for students. I'm sure that each one of them uh, been selected by at least one of the judges to, to be top three. I'm sure about that, wow. and it's. Uh, but it was even tougher for the for the judges because, as I said, uh, I I did the the previous round what two years ago, and the quality of work this time and the passion people demonstrate and the quality of the presentation is really unbelievably it, uh, unbelievably high. And what was it about Mario's work that uh, got him the gold prize? Well, you see the. The big problem when you judge those works uh, is is the question: What do you judge? It's, I think it it's, it would be unfair to judge the project per se because some people got access to slightly better labs, some uh, some people got help with the, from the supervisor in NUS in in NTU, uh, but. 
uh, as judges, we really have to balance this. And for us, the the top was the, uh, the, the the top criteria was the the passion and how much do you is the student involved in this and how far forward can it uh, can he or she take it and but also also the how interesting is the is the project and so um, mm. as I said the quality you guys, you would be lost there. So the, the, the quality is so high and mm. it was so heated discussion. But I think Mario demonstrated uh, first his passion for mathematics. He was so mm. independent at the same time. and But also the way he presented, it's a very, very complex subject. So mm. uh, as I said, this short circuiting of the of the electronic chips is the is the really the simplest possible way uh, Mario can explain it's what is by far deeper than that so yeah. you can talk about topological states and quantum computing uh, and so on and 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 so it, it's is the combination of, of his passion his independence so his clear vision what he wants to do in the future, so that would really mm. brought us into this. Mario, but I should oh, say, sorry, Mario, you, you, you wasn't unanimous, so there were heated discussion about about you as well. So there were, so your competitors were very very strong. Mm. Right, Mario, when you when you look at winning this prize, you know, first of all, what does it what does it mean to you? Secondly, what will it allow you to do next? What will it propel you uh, forward to? Um, I think the biggest thing for me about winning this prize was about science communication because, you see, we all have these research projects that we go in depth into, but we all know what's happening. But to explain it to a public audience, that's where the difficult part is. And, you know, no matter how fantastic of a research project you have, if you can't explain it well, then, I mean, it's pointless. Nobody will understand you. So especially for this particular competition, because the final judging was made up of a panel of uh, 10 judges, including Prof. Constantine here, and they're all from different fields across STEM. So I mean, for my field, math, there were actually only one or two experts. So And because math itself is really abstract, it's quite complex to try and explain to people. So hmm. I really had to think a lot about how I wanted to present my work. So I think... Um, getting being able to get the first prize to me, one one of the big things it means is that you know I think I sh- was able to explain to them to a good enough extent so that they could understand and appreciate my work. So, and as for in the future, what this means for me, well, I'd say I'm definitely inspired to carry on doing more research. So whether it is in math or perhaps a lot of the closely related fields such as computer science. Oh, Mary, I just want to add to that. We, nice. we all know that um, the Singapore government, the Ministry of Education, are putting a lot of emphasis, the academic institutions like NTU and NUS, are putting a lot of emphasis on STEM, uh, which is mm-hmm. clearly important in the future of Singapore in many ways. As a young Singaporean yourself... Why do you think the, the, the issues of STEM, the subjects of STEM, I know it's quite broad, but why is STEM so important for a country like Singapore? 
Well, I mean, I think we all know that Singapore, you know, it's just an island with no natural resources. Our biggest resources is our human talent, our population. So, and I think STEM really is the future because there's so much that we haven't discovered. And, you know, STEM is crucial to solving a lot of the problems we face in the future. So I think the government and um, various organizations, they're really putting in a lot of focus on developing STEM talent for the future, inspiring people to um, pursue their careers in STEM. Wonderful. Uh, Professor Constantine, uh, let's just give the last word to you. When you look at young talent like Mario and and these other amazing students that uh, presented their their projects, what does it tell you about the, the depth and breadth and the ability of Singapore to produce the next great generation of, of minds in science. Uh, 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 how much hope does that give you? Well, see, we never doubted that Singapore got uh, so many, so many talents there. Uh, and frankly, if you, if, you deep, if you dig deep in any, pretty much in any school in the world, there are, there are talents. Mm. What, what we really need to do is to nurture that, those those talents and give them a little bit of a kick so that they that they actually listen to their heart rather than to what their friends tell them even to what their parents tell them really sure, yeah. it's the uh, is the best is the best uh, is the best what 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 we can do and those uh, and those uh, competitions it's really about that that they believe they start to believe in themselves they they see that their passion actually matches the requirement from the society, and that's and that's fantastic. Wow. And just finally, Professor, on behalf of every Kiasu parent listening right now, I have to ask the question that everybody wants to ask as a Kiasu parent, which: What does it take for a young Singaporean to become a Nobel laureate? <laughs> well, I, I should say, I should say that's exactly what uh, what uh, what Mario demonstrated, and that, that's how he bought all the judges. There is basically believe in yourself and follow your passion. So, mm, uh, mm. Uh, so just you, you cannot plan any prize. So, so as Mario said, he was surprised, but the, the reason he got it because his passion clearly matched uh, his his project and that's what you need so just follow your heart and follow your your passion Mario you're an inspiration to me and every young Singaporean Singapore resident listening today and a few old ones too and a few older ones as well (laughs) absolutely (laughs) Professor Konstantin Novoselov thanks so much for being with us today and Mario Tanijaya 17 year old National STEM Talent Search Gold Prize winner 2022 Uh, we are so uh, happy for your success and continue future success as well thank you Thank you. Congratulations. Mario, congratulations again and again. Congratulations to all the uh, all the people who were at the shortlist now. Indeed. Thanks very much. Have a great weekend. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.